this this stuff happens it's cool but this is this is the joy of doing things live and uh of course the audio people this is take one <laughs> because you, you gotta be here live to see all the other shenanigans to go on but yo it's your boy chris aka ssj blackrod aka mr mucklock aka the great one here in the building yo what's good is episode 78 should i play that and uh after a ton of technical difficulties, after uh, having to install new browsers, after having to unplug and replug in my microphone and uh, all the, the the things that the tech people tell you to do, you know, uh, we're here. After 23 minutes of trying to troubleshoot and rushing home, we're finally here. We're finally live. And I'm here with my boys. I'm here with James to the Green and Rod. So I feel like I'm in a good place right now. I feel safe. I feel happy right now. I'm with my boys. There you go. It was good. You know? That was that was a that was a tense time just now, but we got through it together. We got through it. We got through it. Cause not you professional, there, Chris. You got this. Exactly. exactly. There's there's like that one quick moment of like, oh man, what's going on right now? But you sort of just gotta push through it. You just gotta it just just roll roll the punches, mm-hmm. roll with the whatever's going on, and just smile, smile and like act like everything everything that that's going wrong was planned. But you have a way to fix it. And if you don't have a way to fix it, then keep faking it until you do, or until someone else does. Wow, just a, a true wow. a true consummate professional. I really appreciate that. <laughs> it's like. Like you, you thrive in chaos, like a like a chaos I, control. Even you're you're uh, no. That's I think that's the most true <laughs> statement of 2020. That I need to we need to put that on a shirt. Can you, let's someone, someone clip this. Somebody clip this, and oh. we're putting this onto a shirt. Uh, because I I that you you just read me. That's exactly how I feel. Wow. Is that I I, I that's wild. I thrive in, in chaos. Like that's when I'm at like my most zen. When I'm at like my most like calm mm. is in chaos. Mm. That's 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 pretty. That's that's weird. Because like when we when we jumped into COVID, when we jumped into like uh, quarantine, and like I was at home, like just working from home and like not really doing nothing. It was depressing. It really was. Like that first the first like three days. Like after day three, I was like, yo, I gotta do something. I gotta like get my hands like moving like i gotta like work on something and then you know that's when we start i started focusing on the podcast and streaming a little bit more and like up the production value a little bit more so i, th- I thrive in like jumping into stuff but that's me what about you guys how's your week james how's, how's life life is good right now coming off of uh that week-long stretch no uh no days off but got today got tomorrow oh. mm-hmm. i'm feeling good feeling good okay yeah work's been fun uh meeting a lot of new people dealing with a lot of uh travelers in the midst of all the chaos hmm. funny Ooh, how's, how's, just, okay <laughs> how's how's that 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 has to be a story in itself i mean a lot of people were cool with it we got um policies you know you have to wear masks in the lobby they um they only let the housekeepers go into your room so many certain times during the trip just to like mm-hmm. cut down on all the contamination possibilities. So there are steps there. Social distancing, sanitation stations everywhere at the doors and all that stuff. So we're trying. 
And most people were cool about actually wearing the mask. I haven't had too many issues with that, except for the folks that just don't bring them with them. But then we have some. So no excuse. There's no excuse. Yeah. That's nice that you have them like on site, ready to give to people. Mm-hmm. That's nice. I mean, if we're going to be there, might as well feel as safe as we can. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Help us help you. Help us help and, you. Right, so here's my question. When you actually give them the mask, are they doing like the half-ass, like putting it under their chin or like doing this thing right here? <laughs> my favorite. My favorite is the one where it goes from like chin to here to here. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, why do you want your forehead in your mouth? <laughs> it's oily. It's gross. Whatever the, as long as you're wearing your mask, I'm cool with it. I guess. But you see a bit everything. But the one thing I have noticed though, they aren't letting their kids wear them. Hmm. Like I see mom, dad, grandma, uncle, and then like little Billy just herping and derping around the lot, just having a <laughs> oh, good old no. time. That's so fucked up, especially because like kids are being reported as having, you know, just getting it. They they can definitely contract it. Um. And we just had in Georgia, we just had a seven-year-old boy die from COVID. So Did we? yeah, yeah, that was like this past week, I believe. Um, oh, so oh. it's it it definitely affects children. You know, I, I don't know if it's as much or more so. I don't know what like that is like, but they can certainly get it. So if you have children or if you are a child yourself, you should definitely be wearing a mask. Isn't that wild that we're also in like back to school? And, and all, all these all these schools are opening, uh, like this, so this there's a lot of schools that do in virtual. Like I applaud those schools. Yeah. But then you have you have places like um, you know we're in Georgia, so like Thomaston, Pike County, like all these Paulding. like Paulding, like yeah. a lot. Of, I don't want to call them backwards, but like <laughs> these like the like internet is like you don't have internet out there so like they're forced Mm. to go to school yeah and that's where it's rough because like you know we've seen these pictures we've seen the you know these hundreds of of students in in these hallways and we we remember these you know in in between uh class periods how like hectic it would be in these hallways yeah i mm, there's it's it's crazy so I've heard a lot of schools are shutting back down, though. Like, not even a week in it. Like, you know, yeah, which, maybe this wasn't a good idea. Yeah, it's so funny. So everybody's saying, like, a month or two ago, people were saying, like, oh, man, if they go back, it's not going to last. And and the school systems were like, nah, we'll deal with it. And it's exactly what's happening. It's the same thing that's going to happen with football season. So the SEC, you know, as you guys know, um, may know, the, the Southern College football circuit is planning on on having like you know a regular season because in the south football is king college football is king um and and i do not see that lasting in a full season there's no fucking way there's no way um and i just hate that people are leveraging like these kids lives with you know getting this disease, this virus um which i hate but i don't know that's probably a whole other topic that's on another podcast probably <laughs> yeah yeah um that sucks though i'm glad you guys are staying safe though 
Do the best we can. Or trying like, to. I was gonna say, I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to. Yeah. Like so, like at work, I'm I'm the guy that I wear a um I wear like the surgical mask, but then at the same time I wear like the cloth mask over mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Because if you just wear the cloth mask, that's not real. It's not real protection. Right. It's a it's a fashion statement right. half the time. Like it's some judgment. like now there, I mean there are some like it's it's still good. It's still worth wearing the the cloth yes. mask, mm-hmm. especially if it covers your nose and your mouth. But um, if you if you want like real protection if you, and you want to have the cloth mask, make sure you get the cloth masks that have like the filters where you can like remove them and replace them. But uh, since my cloth mask doesn't have that, I'll just wear the two masks. I'm already uncomfortable, so I don't mind being more uncomfortable by but being protected. Right. Yeah. It's just to me. It, it, it's, it. it's just all the complaining about the mask. It's like okay, you're complaining about putting this this piece of fabric on your face for x amount of time but it's like you you're you're you know uh, lessening the chance that someone else is uh that uh, you're putting someone else at risk you're say you you could potentially be saving lives and and not even realize it and it's like how much of a selfish bastard do you have to be <laughs> to just not wear you know fucking what's crazy mask? you know what's crazy if we if we fucking paid attention for four weeks in april like just stayed home wash our hands war mass mm-hmm. we want to be going through this right now yeah nope like i have, I have friends in canada like I, I i talked to and i was like yo how are things up there and they're like yo it's it's like it's chill and i was like oh shit not for us not 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 for georgia who's ranked number one in covid cases now mm-hmm. top tier baby <laughs> number one s rank <laughs> that's fucking horrible our our governor's a clown yeah, and then rank. wanted to say s rank wanted, wanted rank. to say that wanted to say that oh good job Roddy. good oh that was a good one yes, that's sir. the name of the episode Sick work. <laughs> yep Boom. um yeah uh kemp wanted to say that um and this, this is i guess you know we're gonna jump into video games soon guys i'm sorry but he wanted to say that it was the left media that wanted to like bring down the the efforts that the state was making. No, your fucking president said the White House said that we were number one in COVID cases. The same president that you said that was backing all of your decisions mm. told you or told us that we're number one. So Kemp, someone clip this. Fuck you. Yeah, all fuck right? you. Oh God. There it is. <laughs> so uh. like Listen, this is your job. Seriously, your job is to do what's right for the state, not what's for what's right for you. If you if you really care about your job as the governor of this state, at this point you fucked up already. Just say that you fucked up. Quit pointing fingers. Say that you fucked up and try and fix things. Yep. That's all you got to do. Yep. Have you guys seen so put that, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, go, go ahead, Rod. <laughs> I was just gonna say, have you guys seen like the ads that he did a year or two ago when he was uh, when he was running? I believe um, where he was like where he held the shotgun he, on that teenage boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, I like yeah, to I that one. Blow up uh, the constitution. Uh, whatever he said, he said something about wanting his Second Amendment rights or whatever they fucking talk about all the time. These goddamn. Never mind. Uh, so you know, it's it's just. <laughs> I swear, I hope that one day we could just go for two hours and just like shit on our like governor right now um or hey, the president i was i was, I was gonna say i was gonna say <laughs> hey rod i was gonna say i was gonna say rod james you know i do have a whole second podcast <laughs> called that's unfortunate right oh it is and, 
and uh, and we could take some time to yeah. just shit on these guys. Yeah, I think that that sounds quite fortunate. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll save my it's, it's my fire be, for that. It's gonna be like one of those uh, Nickelodeon crossover episodes. Remember those? Like that's yeah. The, Jimmy Neutron and and uh, Fairly Odd Parents. Ah, that was such a crazy time, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah, life was so much simpler. It was. It was. Little Bill ice cream commercials. Mm. Remember those? I do. Ah, do they still make Blue Bell anymore? They do. Yeah, I think it gave okay, you good. Salmonella or something at some point. Or you, oh. you got oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah. No, we're really living in like the, <laughs> in one of the darkest timelines. It it really was. It was like, either that or me. Remember, remember when when uh in Avengers when um what's her name the Lightning one was like yeah if you take the Infinity Stone from one from one universe it's gonna cause like a ripple effect and cause like a dark timeline. Yeah. That's exactly what this timeline is. Yeah, the Hulk Great. never came. The Hulk never came back with that Infinity Stone. He failed. <laughs> I believe it. <sighs> We're going to get that um, community movie, mm-hmm. but it's going to be in the darkest timeline. Mm. So now I'm like, at what cost? <laughs> what? Yeah, what cost? <sighs> but hey, video games and stuff, right? Mm. Oh, yeah. let's, get, let's, let's get into that. <laughs> James, what you yep. been playing? Okay, so um, I've had to take a little step back from Ghost of Tsushima. I was getting a little burnt out, oh, wow. but I will say I, I have played it a bit this week. But uh, first up on my list is Transistor. Ooh. Um, over the last couple of days or so, I've been listening to the Bastion soundtrack and then realized I hadn't played any other Super Giant games <gasps> since then. What? Oh, you did play Bastion, though, right? Yes. Okay, cool. Yes, we, I did play Bastion. And I think I had about three hours into this game when it first launched, and that was like 2014 mm-hmm. or something like that. So I went back and I restarted it today. Mm-hmm. And um, I just have to say, I enjoyed a lot more the second time around. I'm really understanding the uh, oh, good the gameplay loop a bit more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because um, to me, the story is not as gripping as Bastion's is. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's just because that was just the magic of Bastion. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But um. The gameplay loop is basically you get these microchips and those microchips um, influence your attacks. So you can have one that can debuff enemies. You have one that allows you to do a, uh, a dash. You have one that allows you to um, convert enemies to working for you. Some that specialize in splash damage, specialize in long range, high, like heavy damage, like a sniper shot, that sort of thing. And so you are given four initial slots that are your base moves. And then two additional slots underneath each basic attack that you can modify it with. And you can mix and match your attack chips to change how each move works. So say, for example, your basic attack is a debuff, but you can put on the sniper chip underneath it to extend the range of your basic attack. Hmm. Or you could take um, your, your dash attack and attach that to a a charm uh, attack so that you dash through enemies, then they work for you for like five seconds at a time. And all that is already enough combinations, but just to see like how the, uh, the gameplay mm-hmm. can change depending on how you do your loadouts. But then it adds this time stop mechanic where you can almost like set commands. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can set where you're going to move to position yourself behind enemies, set a certain attacks 
and it allows you to chain a, a lot of damage. So, and it helps uh, helps um, sort of control the tide of battle because it gets kind of overwhelming mm-hmm. really early on. So that's a, that's a nice little godsend. Mm-hmm. But the gameplay loop at that point is just figuring out what loadouts you can make that make the battles the easiest for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I'm probably about two or three hours in. It's not that long of a game. But uh, I'm really right, enjoying how, it a lot more. How, how, long, how long is like a typical playthrough of uh, Transistor? I'd say somewhere between like like six to ten hours. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. Especially if you want to do, you want to go back and you do a new game plus run, you maybe do all like the battle rooms or challenge rooms or, or whatever they call them in that game. Like, yeah, you can, you can definitely ring like 10 to 15, like if you're being a completionist, but yeah, the story is you could probably do that in less than 10 hours for sure. Um, I'm really, mm-hmm. I'm really happy to hear that, that you like it's clicking with you. Uh, Transistor is, is a game I don't think is, I, I think it's their least accessible game um like mm-hmm. super giant because of the the combat system is on its face kind of complicated and not something that i would i was able to appreciate in the first like couple hours like because you also don't get all the loadouts that you could really like you don't begin to just like you said you don't begin to see all the combinations that you can do until you actually start getting some of those chips those microchips in and then you start playing around and maybe start thinking outside the box a bit on how you want to mm-hmm. approach it bastion was very much a straightforward experience um it's my favorite of their games and maybe some of that is because it's th- their first and and i just it, it, to me it just was firing on all cylinders and, and i know some people complained about bastion's gameplay um being not that complicated well for those people i would say play transistor like it's, it's oh yes yeah it, it's so much in the opposite direction go ahead uh, chris you know something you knows wild is that i own this on playstation 4 mm-hmm. i think i own it on my vita own it on my switch pc vita? i think i think so i never knew that um Let's just say I own it like on multiple consoles, right? Right. Mm-hmm. I I'm looking at this gameplay and this all looks fresh to me. I don't think I've ever played this game. <laughs> That's how I was. Yeah. I've I've, I've I've yeah. This all looks like I've never like I've bought the game like just knowing what you know just off the praises that Roddy has for you know uh for um who makes this uh, super uh, giant. Super giant. Yeah, the game's a dupe. Like Bastion's dope. I'd say my favorite would have to be Pyre. Oh, Pyre's good. Yeah. That's um, actually next to my list. Oh, it's really good. Yeah. But yeah, this one is like it's always been like and the games are always really cheap too. So I don't yeah. mind like buying it, especially like if you catch it on sale. I know for the Switch, it was what, just a couple bucks, right? Yep. It was like I think it is currently three bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Three bucks. So like you can always catch their games on sale. Uh, that's was actually that's why I'm waiting to buy their latest game. Um, was it uh, Hades or yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to pick that up. But I'm gonna wait until it's on sale because I probably yeah. won't play it anytime soon. I think it's on Game Pass. Say less. Say less. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me fact check to make sure. Yeah, I know it was in early access for quite a while, and so I waited to play it. It hurt me, but I wait to play. Uh, I waited, was waiting to play it for a while, um, but I believe it's out now, like officially out now on Steam, um, and we'll talk about where it's coming out later, uh, which is exciting. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'm I'm very. I'm just I'm pleased I'm pleased about that um, I do want to make a comment too about the story I do think with the narrative of Transistor it is definitely more obscured 
than I think their other games. Pyre and Bastion both have their narratives like front and center. It, you cannot miss it. Transistor takes more of a Souls approach to it, like where it's there is a narrative through line that you are following, but the a lot of the actual plot is well the a lot of the the world building and the story is kind of in the margins um and it's not necessarily like out there like that um i did find it pretty satisfying but but you are you are right though i think ultimately that it's just it's not as immediately satisfying as i think something like bastion is because it's not like um it's just not it's a little bit obfuscated I, I guess i don't want to that might be the wrong term for it um because it's not like they intentionally hide it but you know you do have to dig a little bit deeper to get some of it and i and i think the way the game ends is is really nice it's touching i found it like i thought it tied together well at the end um so I, so i certainly appreciated it more and i think even on the new game plus it's it's definitely one of those games i i'm a sucker for games that make more sense on a second playthrough having kind of gone through the first one like narratively mm-hmm. speaking and this game sort of does that uh to me so yeah yeah i'm really stoked for you to to mop this up um and hear your final thoughts on it i am too i, I feel like i should be done with it probably tomorrow uh if not tonight after we finish recording because i have been meaning to jump back in and play this mm-hmm. but i put it down for a little bit to uh play a little bit of uncharted Mm. Uh, subject t recommended it a few weeks ago and then pointed out to me it was on sale today so i uh, hopped on that gave it a quick download and about got about two hours out of it nice and i'm happy to report it's uncharted 4 again (laughs) um i don't know how else to really explain that if you don't like uncharted you're not gonna like this game but you are getting the -the over-the-top action set pieces uh you are getting that that same hand-to-hand combat um, you're getting your platforming, you're getting your your storytelling, your cinematic storytelling, you're getting your your um your villains with their monologues and mm-hmm. and the snappy back and forth witty conversation between people who work together but don't necessarily like each other, all of that. Mm-hmm. So it's all there. Mm-hmm. People might hate me for this, but uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. Lost Legacy is the uncharted four that I think we should have had in the first place really and i like uncharted 4 i i actually like that game but i lost legacy to me is so much better i think the pacing is better i like what's going on in the story better the character dynamic the partnership between nadine and uh and chloe is way more compelling to me than nathan and and his brother even though again i liked that stuff in 4 and i do appreciate that it attempted to slow things down and kind of give us more of that deep character dive there was just something about it just didn't feel like as like pulp like pulpy i guess as a lot of those other games were like it was definitely more um packed with things from like moment to moment to moment i never really felt bored or like or that things were were slowing down too much um whereas uncharted 4 i feel like there are long stretches of like you know climbing things like 50 fucking times in one level and it's just like all right yeah. fucking come on so um lost legacy never gets like that it's like six seven hours of just pure uncharted goodness and it's like i i again i think it's i it, it kind of goes back and forth between uncharted 2 for me 
um, on my favorite mm. Uncharted. Point. Wow. Yeah, it's that you know, high. Yo, that Roddy, high yo, Roddy, guess what? Guess, guess what, Roddy? Yes. Yo, I co-signed with you. Oh, I co-signed wow. with you. Oh, oh, wow. no. I, th- I, I think because, like you said, since it's at that six, I think it's about six hours to finish this game. Mm-hmm. Since it's mm-hmm. like at that point and it doesn't have all of the bloat that Uncharted 4 had. Yeah. Like, it's just, like you said, it's just, it's straight to the point. It's, uh, it, it, it hits it hits the points that it needs to hit like you're not on some sort of like weird side quest for like no apparent reason except for just a story like they're just, it's just you're, you're doing what needs to be done mm-hmm. yeah and, and i think that's the problem that a lot of open world games like this sort of have is that when they come out you know it's supposed to be that triple a like 60 dollar game they want to bust out like at least 15 20 30 hours they always force you to do like some sort of weird like fetch quest or weird story or like something weird to like blow up the length of the game. That's just it's unneeded. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like I, I appreciate when stories are sort of like this where it's more straight to the point. And I feel like the dynamic between Chloe and Nadine felt like really natural. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I like their characters interacting with each other. One hundred percent. I want more un- Uncharted games with them. Like that's how I left that game. Mm-hmm. I, after four, I was like, I'm done with Nathan Drake. I retire him forever. It, I had fun, but sayonara. But with Chloe and Nadine, I was like, I need three more games. Stat. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Hmm. Well, I'm, I'm hopefully I'm. I'll get to that point. I haven't gotten there quite yet, mm-hmm. but I do enjoy the that more sarcastic nature mm-hmm. of Nadine. I mean, of Chloe, like bouncing off of um, Nadine's more structured, right. like rigid, mm-hmm. let's get it done nature. Yeah, yeah. It, the whole thing reminds me of like an 80s movie of like the straight man versus the the com- uh, comedic relief. And I really mm-hmm. appreciate mm-hmm. that. Like it, it doesn't come off as contrived though. Like it, it's familiar, but it feels fresh at the same time. And it feels, it feels like, it feels right for them. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. So an like Uncharted anthology series instead versus like following one titular character? I, yeah, I, I would love that. Honestly. Yeah. Give us a you new. Know, just looking at this gameplay again, like I'd rather like play through this again than a, like a whole other Uncharted game. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've been thinking about going through the series again and I kind of has I've been a little hesitant because that means I have to play through one and four again. One. And, uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> but, yeah but, but then I get excited because I'm like, oh yeah, two is great. And so is Lost Legacy. Like I just want to play Lost Legacy. Maybe I should just do that again. Yeah. You just do that. Yeah. But the other thing I noticed that was interesting for me was coming off of the heels of uh The Last of Us Two. Mm. And just kind of seeing where they've gone from like a gameplay perspective. Mm-hmm. And I even I found it humorous that in, early on in the game there is a part where you are pulling um, garbage cans, very very early on, and after maybe the third one, Chloe's like, "Can we just can we just not do that anymore? Like no more can, no more garbage cans." And I was like, "They get it, <laughs> they understand." Self aware. Yeah, it was nice to see, but then they went back to it in uh, in The Last of Us. So who knows? But it is cool to see like where where things have grown from. I've, I see the influences now mm-hmm. when I think back on my time with The Last of Us 2. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, here's my question. Since we're talking about Last of Us, uh, would you want to see a spin-off Last of Us game? And if so, who would you? what characters would you want to see? I mean, honestly, I thought we were going to get that with 2. 
and I was kind of leaning towards um why do I forgotten her name now? Abby. Yes. I was actually leaning towards playing as Abby towards the end of the game. Yeah. I'd be okay with that. So I thought that would have been cool. Mm-hmm. Uh and then even that uh that last bit with the uh the slaves rebellion. It'll be cool to see some bit a bit more of that. So I am curious to see how the rest of the world is shaken up after this outbreak, almost like a uh, like a fallout kind of deal. Where you get the same kind of outbreaks that's scattered across the nation. Ooh, Matthias in the chat. Uh that's a good one. Uh Jesse. I'd love to see like a a prequel with Jesse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Matthias, good call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be cool, actually. Cause I mean, you know, you see I feel like he's he shows up, he's cool, like when he's in the game. And like I I did leave that title wishing that we had spent a little bit more time with that character. Mm-hmm. So I would definitely be down for, for that if they did a prequel of any sort. Yeah. So the next thing that like makes me wonder is thinking forward to uh, Miles Morales. Because mm-hmm. they've come out and said this is going to be a Lost, like, Lost Legacy style game. So does this make you feel a bit better about that decision? Or would you still rather see full-fledged sequel featuring Miles? Mm-hmm. That's a really good question. There's more, there's more. There's more weight behind them saying this is the sequel as opposed to this is a DLC like side quest. Not DLC, but this is like a side uh, story. So, right. You know, I mean, it's 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 cool that we're getting it, but at the same time, like we we want the full thing. We want we want the full meal. That's uh, that's kind of where I'm at with it because there's a stigma behind giving you know uh, women and minorities you know like the second billing yeah the side game the second billing role um and not the main course so like i was super stoked when that came on first uh, during the playstation thing because i was like oh my god like spider-man 2 is miles morales holy fuck like oh my god um but then of course that's not the case um but i mean i am i i will say this i'm very interested in the idea the fact that they will have a limited time and budget to kind of like kind of make their statement and get out in like six to eight hours like you're gonna have to pack your game in with some really dope shit so in it you know with that being said i do think that if it is of like the quality of a lost legacy i would like i would like it to be that um i I am excited to get my hands on that i did like the original spider-man uh the insomniac one um so i think that this will be good but i would like to see a full-fledged game like give me the full thing Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm You know, I was thinking about that, too. And the one thing that kind of makes me lean towards liking this idea, Uh at least for now for Miles, is that I can't think of a lot of Miles-specific villains to pull from. Right. I I don't think there's as much of a a legacy cast for him yet. Definitely not. Yeah, he's definitely newer. So that's a good point. So so to take a shorter game and have an opportunity to even spotlight a new character entirely. Yeah. So here's the thing. Y'all have writers, right? They have writers. Create You're some right. villains. Create some like you know something for us. Like don't don't feel like you have to be forced to, uh, you know, stick to a certain blueprint. Like you don't have to. Like I'd be perfectly fine if they had like a new new some new villains. Um, shoot, like remix some villains. I don't really care, but that's that, I don't think that's an excuse. Like the writers are are that's their job is to write. So right. if they're really if they're if they're great at their job, they could they could write in some really good villains. See, but then that also coincides with the issue that you had to deal with Marvel, 
and you have to think about what all their plans are going to be. So they might not green light every villain you come up with because then they're thinking about how they have to be able to mold that into the MCU if they go that way. So if if all companies were to think that way, we wouldn't have uh, Harley Quinn. We wouldn't have uh, who else? Like there's a there's, there's a couple there's a there's a couple of characters that like that's true. are written into you know yeah. these projects that become really came from other sources. Like she came exactly. from the animated series. Right. Yeah. Right. So I mean, it's definitely possible. But I'm thinking that even having this time to just focus the game down mm-hmm. to give us somebody that's going to be super impactful for Miles as a character going forward was, even that could be cool. I, was, I was gonna say shoot look at uh what happened with the the arrow uh tv show uh diggle like he he's like a comic book character now like they wrote him into uh the lore so it's mm, i i really feel like they could they could really do more like just take the plunge guys there's there's no excuse. I think I think it's gonna happen for Miles as a character, uh, just because he's getting more popular. He's especially since Spider Verse, the mainstream knows about Miles now. Um, he's getting his own mm-hmm. game. Like he's he's definitely because I do agree with you. When Spider Verse came out, I, you know I was super pleased, but I was also like, all right, how many more Miles stories can we ring out of this? Because Miles, like I love the idea of the character, but he's still relatively new and he doesn't have like a lot of quote unquote iconic stories yet. And that part of that is because he's just not old enough like to have it like literally by publication standards. Um, But yeah, I'm really curious to see in the next few years, like how that develops, not to get into like a Miles Morales tangent, but like I, I think that this game could, I see what you're saying, James. Like I I think this could be a good opportunity um, for them to try something, you know, right. As slight as it might be like, I'm down for it. Hmm. Okay. I think that would work. But um, last on my list, of course, Ghost of Tsushima. I'm still making my way through. And um, I'm loving it more and more each time, to be completely honest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just uh, sorry. I'm just not super convinced right now the way you said that. You know, like seriously, I'm, I'm tired. I am tired because usually I'm sleeping around this time. But I am really loving the game more and more every time that I do play it. Um, as I unlock more abilities, as I feel a bit more confident in what I can do, um, as I feel, I see Jen towing that line between like, all right, this honor thing is cool, but I'm trying to win. Like all of that is so much fun, and um, the open world is still still um incredible to look at still fun to explore i had to take a quick break just because like i was doing a bunch of shrines and side stuff but i'm ready to get back into the main story i just i don't know man yeah. it's still great it's getting better each time so that's all i got for those <laughs> okay yeah I, I feel like you i could totally be wrong about this but my prediction is that you will feel the way that you feel now i think at the end of this game, like the very end of this game this game's not gonna like Oof. fuck up anything no i mean it's not like a bad thing it's just like right you know i i think the game does not get any better or worse. It just is. Con- right. Yeah. It's consistent. Yeah. So, so my copy is coming in. Like I am at this point, like <laughs> I don't know if I'm excited to play it. <laughs> like, mm, I don't know. You know I think I, I honestly, you know what? I, the game's not bad. I'm it's really not bad. Tem- I'm, I'm really tempted <laughs> to just like send it back and just wait. For no, next no, no, you should, you should play it. Cause I think if you give it a really? shot in like the, the first five hours, like you'll know, you'll know if you want to continue with it because it doesn't, like I said, it does not improve or 
degrade like it like it sounds sounds painfully mediocre well that sounds painful no it's not it's not that it's it's not that you unlock the abilities chris once you start getting through your arsenal yeah it it opens up a lot more yeah i mean you could totally that's what yeah i mean you could totally play it and find it mediocre and i don't think your opinion will change or you could play it and think it's like you know like james and i thought like the game is fine and you and you'll probably be perfectly happy throwing on a podcast and like playing that game you know like it's that Mm -hmm. sort of experience you know unless i of course if you're following the story but what i guess my point is that like it's not that the game is gets any worse right you know but the game doesn't just take a leap of quality i think it does take a minor leap of quality upward like towards the end of act one and the end of act two like when you're changing acts i think is when stuff kind of starts to get interesting and then it levels out again and then it gets interesting again and then levels out again um but it ends strong so so like it's worth a shot so based on what you're gonna say about one of the games that you've played this past week i i think i'd rather play that game than actually it's two games i'll be fair there's two games that you're gonna talk about this week uh, in this episode that i would rather play huh I actually don't. I don't know what one of those are. I think I might know the one, but I don't know the other. So tell me when I get there. One of them, I one one of them, I know I'm gonna have fun with. The other one, I know I'm gonna like hate myself for wanting to play it because I know it's mm. not gonna be great. But I, I I don't know. I do that to myself sometimes. Okay, well. uh, I know exactly where we are. <laughs> Matter of fact, let's just cut to the chase, Roddy. What you been playing, my boy? <laughs> Okay, um, so I'm going to try to be a little quick on most of these except for one of them. Um, So uh, (laughs) Doom Eternal, Uh, I've been playing a little bit more of that, not as much as I've wanted to, not for lack of of desire, but just just time related reasons. Um, I've played, I think, approximately a level of the game since last week. Um, But I wanted to mention it here because I thought that it was... So last week I came in and I was like, hey, this game is really different. And it is. But, you know, and I'm like, I think I'm enjoying it. And I was skewing towards enjoying it. Um, But now I think I can say that, yeah, I'm definitely it's good. Doom Eternal was a good fucking game, um, which I think I can say with confidence now. Um, And that feels nice. That feels nice to say that I'm playing a good video game and not something that I fucking hate. (laughs) So that's <laughs> so that's always good. Um, it continues to be a mildly therapeutic thing. It's less therapeutic than the first one was because the first one was just like you know it just fuck everything up in your path. And this game, like we talked about last week, is decidedly not that. Um, but I am appreciating the challenge, and some of the platforming is getting a little bit less egregious. There's still a lot of it, maybe a little bit too much at times but i am unlocking more <clears throat> a few more abilities you get these runes where you know it allows you to do things like perform glory kills faster do them for, from further away slow down time in the air uh things like that that kind of enhance that experience um and you know i even ran across a few new enemy types that are super cool um there's there's a hell knight which is actually in the original uh, the uh, 2016 doom um, they were kind of pushovers there, and, but they are no fucking joke. They will snap your neck into if you're not careful. Um, and and it's just really fun to like fight an enemy that is super challenging. Like, and that's something I was contemplating like in my couple hours of playtime this week was that I was very much appreciating the difficulty. Whereas before, I think last week I was baffled by it. Um, but now I'm like, okay, I'm settled into it. It's it's still hard as shit, but like I'm 
comfortable in that now. So that's been really fun, like kind of realizing that. So I thought it was just worth mentioning this week, and hopefully I'll get through more of that. I'm still at the halfway point through this game, so I'm hoping to mm-hmm. wrap, wrap this up pretty soon. But uh, w- was that one of them, uh, Chris? Mm-mm. No? Mm, I, I mean, I already, I already have Doom, so... Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. This is- yeah. Okay. So the next game I wanted to talk about, Rod, Rod's like, "Oh shit, I have no idea what he's talking about now." <laughs> yeah. I know. I, I really yes. don't. Um. So the next game I wanted to talk about really quickly is one that you mentioned, Chris. I believe it was last week. You talked about Onward, which was the quest game. Uh, the yeah. I think it's a new term I've never heard of until like the last month or two. But Milsim, Mil Miltsim, military simulator. I think is like the full name for it but people call them milsims now i fucking hate it like why for, for a second for a second i thought you said milfsim and i was like yo yeah. right. oh wait really <laughs> that, what that is not no <laughs> that is not this is a family um, show <laughs> not that kind of podcast <laughs> no mil oh, m-i-l man. sim s-i-m um so this is a a super realistic like i i guess a literal military simulator because you have to actually like reload guns as if you're actually holding them. I'm not a gun dude. So like, I'm just going like, what the hell is this? Um, so for AKA or uh, I almost said AKAs. Um, thanks Chris. <laughs> but like uh, AK weapons, like you have to like actually eject the mag. You have to throw a new one on, like you have a little vest, like on your person, you literally look down, you take the mag out, you slot it into the, the gun and then you pull the bolt back. It's fucking crazy. So by the time you do all that, you're probably dead. Uh, but I appreciate. I was gonna say there was there was a time when we loaded into uh, a level because we played this together. Yeah, there was a time we loaded into the map, and I was like, "Holy shit! I don't know how to shoot this gun." Yeah, yeah. Like it's, <laughs> it's like I loaded in with a with a uh, oh, with yeah. the, like Ma- a heavy machine. Yeah, gun. heavy machine gun. Yeah, and like they, and it doesn't like you don't spawn in with like it like loaded already so you actually have to like load the belt in but i didn't know how to like like feed it through yeah feed it through i was like wait how do i do this and all of a sudden i see like these two guys like hit the corner i'm like yo rod like (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) i'm sorry man (laughs) i'm sorry go ahead yeah I, I think I think at that point we were like, yeah, let's let's lower the difficulty because because so, we don't know how to shoot. And I was like, I don't know how to shoot. I don't know how to shoot. <laughs> yeah, it, it, that's great though. Oh, it was fucking hilarious to just be dropped in with this military ass dude who doesn't know how to like load a light machine gun, and him just, he's just like, oh shit, I don't know. He's just looking at you. I just thought the gun was dope. <laughs> <laughs> it was a big gun. I just took it. Um, right. Yeah. We should really appreciate Call of Duty, huh? I'm saying. I am fucking saying. So, like, yeah, as someone who, like, frequently plays Warzone, yeah, I... Going back to Warzone, like, Call of Duty after... <laughs> after playing Onward, it's like a fucking revelation. It's like, thank God for the L2 button. Um, but it's it's really cool, though. Like, the whole experience, and I think that's where this game kind of lives and dies, is on its... Mm-hmm on its attention to detail its realism and the fact that i've never played a virtual reality game that really requires that in-depth sort of you know um like it reminds me of black 
kind of do you guys remember that the ea game mm, yeah. yeah yeah they called it like gun porn basically when it came out it was really fucking weird like they when it came out they were just like all about it and they were like dude we're gonna make you want to like to fuck these guns it was fucking weird but like they <laughs> but it came out and they were like all right, cool. You I'm like? Sorry, I, miss, I missed that trailer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't remember that. Is that on the marketing? <laughs> I was just black with a bullet. Like, <laughs> oh man. Um, oh, so no. they, they. Oh no. They. Um, Oh, I lost my train of thought. That was too funny. Um, yeah, so it was it's it onward kind of reminds me of that though. Like just everything around the guns is really good. Everything outside of that is very questionable. <laughs> so like the character models are let's not mince words, really fucking bad. Like a, a, <laughs> it's like playing it's like playing GoldenEye in VR. Oh my god, yes. I had not thought about that. Yes. So how blocking? I mean, it, dude, it's that sounds kind of cool though. Oh, dude, James. Okay, <laughs> until, until you don't know how to load your guns. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Like, like even as shitty as the models look, though, I'm not gonna lie. It's very like intimidating to like see people walk up on you like that with like huge yeah. ass guns and still and shoot at you. Start flanking too. Like we're yeah. I think we're on like rookie, and they they were like trying to flank us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty, pretty disgusting. So I do have to say on air so that everyone knows and it can't be avoided. I really need you to play with me because like I cannot play this game alone. I just cannot, Chris. So we need to party up. Please help. help. I am sending the SOS publicly. Help. Because I've tried playing um, publicly, like in in random matchmaking games, not competitive, just like a quick play sort of mode. Dude, it's like not even funny how quickly that we just get destroyed um i had to turn team chat off at some point because it was fucking annoying do only children own vr like is that a thing i mean you have it so not technically that is a no really good answer i I get (laughs) i i get what you're saying because like a lot of um Especially like certain games, like what was it? Uh, uh, Echo VR. Echo, v- Echo Echo VR was like legit, like just children. Yeah. In the chat room. Yeah. So you would think that you know a game where you actually have to pay for it would be a little bit better, but sometimes you run into that same problem. Yeah. You know what it is, guys? See, the people our age are starting to like ache and stuff. So just so jumping around to play video yeah, games. Right. Yeah, this game is really active. Yeah. Like right. Yeah. I. I think I think it's two things. I think that people our age, like we already have our circle of friends. So like I it's mean. it's like if 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 you're already playing stuff in VR, you're normally in like your own party with your friends. Like I think I got really lucky jumping into Alt Space and then finding uh people on there to sort of like add and play games with. Uh but that, I mean that's just me. Like I'm I'm pretty social. So like I could read a room, be like, all right, everybody in here are losers. Let me back out of this room and then <laughs> come out and then find Damn. another place. I mean, it is what it is. Some people are just, some people are fucking weird. Um true. True. And I don't know. I think I just I, I just got lucky being able to find some like really cool people yeah. to vibe with. Yeah. But it, it's hard. It's really hard in VR to actually find people like 
decent people. Yeah, it, it's tough. Um, I do appreciate again going back to attention to detail. Like in order to talk to people, you do have to use like your little um communi- communicator. What's the walkie-talkie on your right shoulder? You have to actually like click it in and like you lean in and actually talk to it. So that's that's pretty cool. That stuff does kind of immerse you into the environment. But dude, it's like hardcore on there. Like I'm not even getting any kills at all i think friendly fire is on it's just bad it's just bad all around um so i need help i need friends on vr <laughs> so i don't know anyone else with that sets so um it's it's rough onward multiplayer is rough i think is the thesis of of, of that this whole thing <laughs> um but despite that <laughs> i think there are some impressive things about it is it worth like what is it? it's like 25 bucks 30 bucks something 25 like that. bucks yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I think it's not bad. I think it's cool to like show to people to see how how immersive VR can be. Mm-hmm. I do think that there are like be- there are certainly better looking games that you could show them. But I think if you just go to like the gun range, you you would impress people. Like sniping is literally as as simple and as intuitive as like you know raise literally raising the gun, your the controllers up to your actual eye level, and the magnifying scope is is accurate. Like it's an actual like four times scope or like a, a twelve. So. It's it's cool. That stuff is neat. So as someone who really enjoys sniper rifles and video games, like it, it definitely satiates me in that regard. I think I think I might three D print a um, like one of those like uh, like those rifle stocks uh, for VR. Yeah. Huh. Because like that that I like, like I had one for PlayStation VR, like uh, for um, whatever game that came out with, and like it it really changes how you play with like rifles in these games nice yeah like it actually feels like you know you have like the 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 physical like thing in your hand so i don't know minus minus like the the kickback from the gun like it it feels a little bit better than just doing it with your hands uh yeah i bet i bet Uh, but that's onward i do want to mention another game i played i was so excited for this game guys but also very nervous but it was Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. This is okay. the remake from Vicarious Visions, the guys and girls who did the Crash Bandicoot trilogy, and I believe they did the Spyro trilogy as well. I could be wrong about that. But um, but yeah, they are known for doing the remakes um, and doing a damn good job of it. And people have been pleased. And I was very nervous. I'm a, I'm a huge Tony Hawk fan if you guys didn't know i grew up with the series uh, with the mainline series one through four played them on multiple consoles multiple generations i've even played them on game boy uh like i was a i'm a huge fan and um i kind of dropped off around like thug 2 is where i kind of stopped playing them uh i think i played american wasteland a little bit but like a lot of the later ones after four i have less experience with i played the ever-loving shit out of the first four though um and me and uh, a cousin of mine have a ongoing we have an ongoing rivalry with this series um where we just spent a lot of time during the summer just kind of going back and forth in horse and uh, high score attack or whatever um and just like trying to beat each other up um on on the games and it's just it's awesome so we're super psyched about this coming out so we can kind of continue that uh, online and so going into this i was super nervous i was like oh my god they tried to come out with a tony hawk five which was awful and then they did hd which was supposed to be a remake of one and two i believe and that was fucking bad so i was like let's not 
screw this one up, guys. Um, but I am happy to report that this is not only like not a screw up. This is a goddamn revelation. Um, I can't believe that this game exists, guys. Um, I'm I'm honestly kind of speechless about it. Uh, they have managed to not only not only bring back most of the soundtrack or at least like all of the stuff that you would expect like mm. Gorilla Radio, Rage Against the Machine, um uh Goldfinger Superman and a bunch of they yes. they've even mixed like newer songs in there too. So on the demo I believe there are two new tracks and two old tracks. And the two new tracks fucking great. Like I'm already like they're already in my head and I am already skating to them and like feeling right at home and I I could not give this game any higher praise or at least like the this small slice of the demo the demo if you're curious just consists of the warehouse from the um from tony hawk 2 uh and that is there's no like objectives or anything it is simply a two-minute session so there's not like a lot to and you can only play as tony hawk and there are you can map some or remap certain uh specials but uh you can't really unlock anything there's it's i think you have like four to five specials you can do like uh unlock slots you have but you can't unlock more um and you can only play as tony hawk and the stats are locked so you kind of are limited on the amount of air you can get and things like that but that does not matter this game is fucking phenomenal um the it looks so good in unreal engine the whole series has moved to unreal now and uh, this is one of the better looking HDR games that I've seen. So I've got a great HDR set at my uh, at, at my living space uh, that I game on. And it's extreme. It's very noticeable when a game implements HDR very poorly or very well. This game does it very well. So, um, yeah, the physics, the, the most important thing about Tony Hawk to me is how does it feel like do, do you because that's the thing five and the hd other hd remake really messed up was it just didn't feel like the mainline series it, it just felt a little too uh floaty and just not it just did not give you i could not transfer my abilities from those earlier games to to those titles i can do that here uh, Pro Skater 1 and 2 is absolutely... I'm busting out, like, uh, my top score right now is, like, a 1.5 million combo. Um, and I'm sorry, not combo, but just, like, high score. And, um, I'm you know, I'm doing, like, 400, 500,000, like, for combos. And it's just so fucking good. You find the gaps. You, like, you know, you the old... It just felt like I was like, wrapped up in a familiar blanket. Like, that's, that's really what this game felt like, to be honest. Um, and I'm just so happy, guys. Like, I'm smiling ear to ear like it's just it's so pure it's so much pure fun i cannot wait to see the full game of this in like a couple weeks it's it's gonna be fucking great so uh in the chat our mod subject t was uh was <laughs> earlier she said that i won't be satisfied with tony hawk no matter what you're saying right now like i'll, I'll just never be satisfied no that's wrong i'll be satisfied when Spider-Man, Wolverine, or even Crash Bandicoot at this point is an unlock, unlockable character. I want Spyro. If it is and, my character's visions, I want Spyro. But here's the thing. But here's the thing. I, I would want just so Sony, make this happen. Put Spider-Man in the game. Make him a PlayStation exclusive. Please. There it is. Do it. Do it because oh, I know you want it. I know you want to. Stop I that. know you want to make people angry. Just mm. do it. Do it. Oh, 
All right. Uh, <laughs> what? Why? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, are, I mean, are you guys like, is this, does this pique your interest at all? Are you guys like Tony Hawk fans? Honestly, yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I think what happened was when they announced it, I just, at that point, I was burned way too much mm-hmm. with the bad mm-hmm. games. Because you got to remember, at, th- at that point, we've been getting bad Tony Hawk games for damn near a decade at that point. Right. So to hear that they were trying it again to bring it back, like, can you not, can you like, can, it's understandable where I would be like apprehensive about it. Uh, yeah, you for know, sure. This, this, this is coming from the guy that bought Tony Hawk ride. So um, you did. Yes. I, I literally, I think two weeks after no, two weeks before they announced uh, this game, I threw out my, my, uh, uh, the controller skateboard. Cause were I was, you I was working playing. at GameStop during the time? E- no, no, this is uh, oh wow, yeah, never mind, yeah, yeah, an excuse, Jesus, yeah, no, no, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so you know, excuse me for for having doubt, but uh, I mean, Rod, you're everything that you're saying, everything that I'm seeing from like this gameplay, yeah, it looks really good, yeah. it looks smooth, it, I love that mm-hmm. they um. A lot of the things that they added in like the later games, like Tony Hawk Pro Skater Three, Four, Underground, like some of the like quality of life changes they they added into this. One hundred percent. Can you get off the skateboard in this? No, not in this one. No, you can't get off. Okay, so they left that one out. Yeah, cool. they did left out, which I was cool with. Yeah, I was. I didn't hate that for those games, but I'm totally cool with it. This just being a pure mainline experience, and that's what this is. Um, right, Chris. That's kind of something I wanted to mention really quickly is that they brought back almost everything almost all the moves i'm talking revert spine transfers acid drops sticker slap like although in this i think it's just called wall plant not a literal sticker slap um but everything from the later games i would say from one to like thug two thug one or thug two they have brought back for this game um and you can even set it to where like there are easy modifiers where you can put on perfect rail perfect balance or whatever no bails like you could do that type of stuff if you just want to kind of mess around and have some like dumb fun um they have even had they even have a move set where you could take it to classic uh tony hawk one where there's almost nothing like that i don't even know if manuals are in there um and and tony hawk 2 manuals are in and then that's what that's the only thing you get so um yeah this this game i I just i'm it's hard for me to even (laughs) fathom that in 2020 like we're talking about a tony hawk game and it's actually really good uh that's that's a success story that i think is fucking beautiful um a couple other things that they added that are new is they added a lot of like voice samples. So like when people are like skating, there's a lot of like, yeah, or, Ugh. and I thought that would be really annoying at first, but honestly, I did not notice it. Didn't notice it after like a few runs and I thought it was cool. They also added a neat feature where if you bail, it, there's like a weird kind of video glitch effect and your character immediately gets back up mm-hmm. pops back up yeah i noticed that yeah in, it, in the gameplay it's pretty cool it's it's weird and i thought i was like i wonder why they did that like i wonder what the impetus was for like that deci- that that design decision um it felt like it was might be out of place but during play it's not it actually makes you get up way faster so i wouldn't be surprised to hear like with whenever they start talking about it 
whether it was a decision made to like kind of get people back in the game faster rather than waiting for people to because i think before you had to like mash x or a to like yeah. get somebody back on the board right yeah. but now you don't have to do that they just automatically kind of get up and it's it's really super smooth you don't feel like you lose rhythm at all so yeah that's pretty much it for the demo not much more i can really say it's a pretty um it, it, there's not much to the demo itself, but I have put significant time in already, and um, I, I could not just—I <laughs> literally could not be happier with this game. Um, yeah, when's the full game come out? September fourth. Oh, so we're not too far away. Yeah, no. not far at all. If you pre-order the the game digitally, you get access to the demo. Um, so if you absolutely need to play it, you know you're going to get it. You know, I don't think that's a bad bad way to go um but speaking what's of the, the uh what's the uh, retail is it 60 it is 40 bucks it's uh, beautiful yeah beautiful yeah it's beautiful dude they have like pretty much all the challenges are coming back uh skate high score i think the tapes the secret tapes are back um there are a bunch of like hidden challenges you can do nobody knows if there's actually unlockable skaters there could totally be um and also there's a create a park as well and there's full online multiplayer so that's like i don't know if there's like free roam or free skate or whatever but i know that there's like you could do different modes with other people matchmaking with friends so you have options it's it's a budget quote-unquote budget price but it does not feel like you are getting a budget experience it feels like this should be a honestly a a 60 dollar title um you (laughs) know the only reason the the only i mean (laughs) i mean shit i'd pay 60 dollars for this easy like i played it and was like how is this not 60 dollars um so the fact that and i would have to imagine that they're pricing it at 40 because tony hawk as a um, as a video game brand has deteriorated for years now and people don't expect a lot. So I think pricing it at 60 is a big risk for them. I could potentially see a three and four um, being that, you know, if this is successful for them. But mm-hmm. if, if, if the quality remains the same, I'm completely fine with it. I'm all about giving people money if they deserve it. Um, and shit, this is worth 40 bucks plus more already. So, yeah. you know what? I say we we live in a day and age where like if this truly is successful um, and you get, you know, a bunch of like, you know, content creators behind this and like it pops off like sort of like how Fall Guys popped off. You don't even need to release another game. Just put out like another expansion and have three and four that way. Mm-hmm. Like I'll I'd, I'd drop another 25, 30 bucks if it was, if they yeah, added three right. and four levels. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 That, I mean, that that would be a smart. Thing to do i would definitely be down for that um even the opening fmv like i have such nostalgia for those opening movies for tony hogg and they have one for this that just made me f- smile so much it's this game's good guys i can't wait for you guys to get your hands on it um yeah definitely all right speaking of september 4th there's another game <laughs> coming out on september 4th uh <laughs> called marvel's avengers <laughs> why are you laughing already um no i'm just i'm laughing because uh i played this game with subject t i'm not going to speak for her but um she didn't like this game very much <laughs> she, <laughs> she's already talking in the chat yeah, right now yeah she's i'm sure she is i'm sure she is oh um you know subject we appreciate you um, i'm not going to talk for you you know you can definitely air out all your grievances in the chat uh for sure uh chris go ahead and you can read some of those out as they come in if you want but um yeah marvel's avengers that is a video game that is coming out by crystal dynamics 
Um, already kind of soured by the, although I know it's not Crystal Dynamics' fault. Uh, the whole Spider-Man debacle happened a, a week or two ago. Um, that is kind of a sore spot on the game to me. Um, but I wanted to give it a shot anyway, just to kind of see what it's about. This is a game that we didn't really know what to expect at all. You know, we've seen it showed off a couple times. James, you watched the um, War Table thing from like a couple weeks ago. And you said it looked really good. I caught some of that. I did not see all of it, but I caught some of it and it it seemed okay. Um, so I was like, all right, cool. Let's give it a shot. So none of you guys have played this yet, right? Mm-mm. Nope. Okay. So this is a, this, this, okay. I can tell you exactly what this game is and you will know precisely what I'm talking about. Marvel's Avengers is like if Destiny only had strikes. That is the game. That is Marvel's Avengers. Think of like, you know, the loadouts that you can do, the um, the type of missions that you have without the bosses, because most of these missions don't have bosses. Um, you are placed in kind of like, a, there's an overworld that you select missions from. And that's kind of like your hub. That's your... Um, your what's the what do they call in destiny like world map or or universe map or some shit um mm-hmm. that's that's it, this map this map of the globe uh, you know it's like the globe and you're selecting like certain places on there that that you want to go and do and so they have certain things like called drop zones and they are mini missions some i would say around 5 to 10 minutes probably less than 10 minutes honestly of you just going around destroying a bunch of samey looking robots and that's kind of it like that's the game that's that's or that's the that's the drop zone that's the meat of it um i personally did not hate this game i did not hate this game subject he hated this game i did not hate this game um i think that it could use some work this is a games this is a games as a service ass game and what I mean by that is that they, I can already see that there is going to be a lot of grinding involved. You have to allocate certain gear slots to give you power. Like lit- it's literally called power um, that you have like numbers attached to each gear piece, just like Destiny. Even the UI mm-hmm. is very Destiny. So like the kind of which I fucking hate. Why do this? Why give us the little like mouse thing a mouse interface on a console i just don't Des- oh yeah oh no why De- De- destiny kind of can get away with it kind of because like a lot of that ui is close together i mean sometimes it can be annoying but like i kind of get it there here it's like you can use the d-pad if you really want but they really want to emphasize the the mouse over like the, the circle the, the circle mouse over the items and whatnot and this is that is really a lot of what the game is going to be, I feel like. Once you get past the story and the narrative, which I think visually the game looks good. I don't like the art design. Um, the art design is very flat. It's very monochrome in a lot of places. So you're fighting these aim robots. And they are certainly robots. You know, there's not much. <laughs> they are. There's not much. That's, there's not much that's like. Dif- uh, excuse me, differentiating them from others, um, but they it, it makes it very difficult to kind of keep track of the action. I will say, and is it like is it like um 
when this when they first showed this game off, I remember like someone making a meme of like uh from some Spider Man uh far uh, far from home um homecoming where Spider Man like he's stopping those bank robbers who have the Avengers mask and he's like wait a minute you guys aren't the Avengers and then they showed a screenshot of this game is uh, it like that kind well in terms of like the likenesses how they yeah the likenesses and oh, like how the characters look yeah no it's gonna be not what you think at all um I I don't think they do a bad job but it's just not familiar there's not even like they're trying to do an impression which i guess i kind of appreciate in hindsight like i don't want someone to do a robert downey jr impression i'd rather just someone do something different because then i'd be go like hey that's not robert downey jr it's like only one of those there's only one rdj right um Thanks. so you can't i i would rather them do something different but you're, you're right though chris like it is the, the the way that they look is certainly a little different but there's some similarities but again i think the visual fidelity of the game is good i think the game looks good i i don't i just it's just the mm-hmm. art direction i don't like it's just everything blends together every single attack that you do in this game does not stand out from like what other people are doing around you or to you so it's very hard to tell what the action is um, it, it's very easy to get lost in that. Um, I invited Subject T over for a couple co-op sessions, and um, and she and, and we really. I, I thought it was going to be more fun, honestly, like to be able to communicate with each other. But it really is just kind of like we're just doing our own thing, except together (laughs) um and it's not really like destiny where you can say okay let's attack this ad or let's do this although i can see some potential for that down the line and maybe there are some team attacks that you can do i didn't really see that in the beta maybe and and i'll definitely give them some slack on this maybe there are certain things that we just have not seen yet or we cannot get our hands on at this point in time uh, which is totally possible but yeah, uh, this is a weird game. It's just weird because I, I feel very conflicted about it. Like, I didn't hate it. Like, I didn't hate my time with it. But it's like I'm cool with waiting a little bit for it. I did have some technical problems. I'm on a ba- I'm, I'm on a base PS4, and I did have some frame rate issues, um, some stuttering every now and then when things got super hectic. Uh, I'd get some chugging. PS Pro people apparently did not feel it as much. Uh, but the PC optimization is apparently horrid on this game. So people, Ooh, that's unfortunate because I was just thinking about getting it on PC. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the PS4, Spider Man, bro. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yo, sh- what am I thinking? You're right. Oh, man. Gotta thank get, you. Gotta Thank get the you. full game. I almost fucked <laughs> oh up. Oh my god, that is so problematic. Like, I fucking hate that they did that. That's so fucked up because this game is like completely reliant around like these four, four characters. Well, you know, technically five, but Captain America dies, except probably not really. Um, you know, it's not how many times can he do that? Right, right. It's like the worst kept secret. Come on now. Um, but you know, you're gonna have like four or five characters. You're already. I, I think there's enough difference between them. Hulk is going to be like your tank, uh, Miss Marvel, which I will say I was very excited to see Miss Marvel. This is the first time that she's been in like a really big media property outside of like the comic books. And if anybody doesn't know Miss Marvel, um, she got a lot of um, she she got a lot of I would say flack from uh, certain people because she was a Muslim character um, in the comics. But she's fucking awesome. She probably has like one of the coolest books 
that is out right now in Marvel. So I was very hyped to see her. And the world's going to know her name probably by the time that she has her TV show on on uh, the, the Marvel Disney thing. So that's cool. So I was very excited to see her. And she she's, is really cool. Now, some of the writing is kind of like very cutesy sort of like i met the avengers today and like it's sort of that type of thing like she's clearly an audience surrogate uh and mm. and everyone kind of has a quip everyone quips in this game like everybody at every line of dialogue and it's kind of distracting it's like black widow is out there quipping um i mean that's 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 like uh you have to ha- you have to be able to quip to be part of the avengers oh my god like, that's part of the test that's part Yo, of the test right there it's yes. no, it's, it's so it's so egregious. It's like she literally slams Taskmaster's face into the pavement at one point and says, hungry. And I'm just like, oh, <laughs> why? Um, so that's that's a thing that happens constantly. Whoa, wait, wait, wait. Like, she like face pump? Never mind. I'm going to stop it there. Okay. Go ahead. Um, all right. So, uh, yes, the answer to your question is yes. Um, so okay. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just, my point is that it's like, it's just constant and it's, and I get it. It's a comic book, you know, thing like it's Marvel. They quip. That's fine. But every line of dialogue is something. And I'm just like, Oh, come on. You're doing it a little bit too much. So do you guys have like any specific questions? I feel like I'm, I'm trying not to jump too like all over the place too much. Mm-hmm. So, you you explained a really good bit. It's just that I think this is one of those. I think it's it's, it's, it's games as a service game. So mm-hmm. I feel like you know you'll get through the story, like you said, you played those missions that are you know similar to strikes, where I'm pretty sure we're gonna have to play over and over again to get um to get gear. I sort of want to see before the game releases. Talk about like end game. Like what's what are we doing? What are we grinding towards? If they don't have like a clear answer for that, then I'm not really gonna care. Games like this have to have an end game. If it doesn't, then what do you what are you grinding towards? Yeah. I from what I can see in the beta, which is only a small snippet, although you do get a lot. There's a lot of content in this beta. You could easily play this for like multiple hours, as some people, you know, were clearly doing. Um, they are intending you to play different characters. Like all the characters do not level up as you do, um, as you might expect. You have to play each and every single character, um, you know, from the ground up and level them up appropriately. So I, I'm assuming that there isn't really much of an end game other than maxing out all of your characters. But I, I don't, I think there are like, I think there might be a raid maybe, uh, but I don't, I don't know what that looks like at all. So the matchmaking is also fucking broken. So hopefully that gets fixed uh, at some point. I could not get one person to, I got one, actually, no, that's not true. I got one person to matchmake with me. Uh, and that's it. Every mm-hmm. every other time I searched for uh, people and they just they would enter, but then not ready up. And so I would launch the mission and it, there's a one minute, a one minute, 60 second cooldown or not cooldown, but mission start. And if they, they don't press it or something, they don't res- ready up or whatever the case is, the whole cl- uh, counter starts all over again. So. Oh, wow. Not a great. That sounds awesome. Yeah, not a great experience. I hope that's not representative of the final game. I still have the game on my. I'll return to this probably next week uh, when we record, just because the beta is back this weekend. It's available for everyone. It was it was PS4 exclusive, I believe, for the last couple weeks. 
but now it will be available on PC and oh, and I think it was on PC as well for people who pre-order. But now it's every it's open for everybody. If you did not, I think so. I'm gonna play it again, uh, or at least a little bit of it, and kind of see how I feel. Um, I do want to mention before we move on because I, I want to wrap up here soon. But uh, the the combat system, I think, can has potential. I think it's kind of fun. Like it's it you have a lot of options, almost maybe too many. Um, everybody kind of has the same buttons in the sense. So like your your um right trigger R two will like be a quote unquote special move that everyone has. Like uh, Hulk's rage where he accumulates health as he destroys. Um, also uh, Iron Man has like a counter. So when he's attacked, he has some a, a kind of AOE area of effect, like kind of healing or not healing, but like a um like a counter effect, like he can damage other enemies that are attacking him. Uh, Miss Marvel can grow bigger and like, like literally her whole body is bigger and she can just like start pounding on people. So things like that um, are kind of universal. You hold triangle. You're usually, you have some sort of like um, strong attack or something like that. Like that, a lot of that carries over from character to character, but how the characters sort of utilize those buttons is kind of different. So it, even though you have like these these characters and there's all these different moves with them and they play differently, you can kind of get a vibe for how they may react to certain things depending on what button you're pressing. So it's kind of an intuitive way to sort of get people, get players to like memorize what does what. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there are a lot of videos popping up on the internet now of like combos that people are doing as like Iron Man and black widow and like what 40 50 hit combos or something like that that look super stylish like especially once you kind of get further into the skill trees um, but that's what this game is this game is just a bunch of skill trees and gear it slots and if that's your thing i think this game is for you um i don't know if that's my thing i i like the property and i like a, i like some of the things that this game is doing but there are a lot of other things that I just don't. So I hope I was able to illustrate at least some of that, both sides of that um, for you guys here. And I'll, I'll be back next week, probably talking a little bit more about it, um, hopefully more focused and in depth. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to, I'll download this. I'll, 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 I'll play with you. I'll try it out. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. Open beta this weekend. Yep. I'm down. Yeah. Yeah. It is going to be from Friday to Sunday, I believe 9 PM Eastern to 9 PM Eastern, like on Friday to Sunday. So yeah, if you guys hop on, definitely send me an invite and I will, I will definitely hook up with you guys, but that's, that's it though for me, Chris, what you've been playing? Oh man. You know what sucks is that this week it's been busy with like work busy with uh you know things from that's unfortunate and like i actually had like an extra day off this week from work but that went straight into like sleeping like i wow i helped change some lights in the like completely like remove like move some stuff in the uh, kitchen and like i was just i was tired so uh not too much gaming this week but i had i did play um I think I was waiting for something to uh I was waiting on something. I was like, I have like 30 minutes to spare. Let me let me pop on uh my VR headset and play let me play something. So I remembered that I bought a game called Pixel Ripped 1995. Um I bought that maybe like a couple weeks ago when it was on sale through the Oculus store. And it's a it's a pretty interesting game. Like it's it's a uh it's a game where you're playing as a kid who 
I don't know how to explain it. It's more or less you're playing as a main character of a video game who could jump into the real world and sort of like see things in the eyes of a child. So you're playing as this main character who could like sort of jump into the real world and like somewhat like affect things in a real world that will also happen in the game world. And all of this is in VR. So like when you're playing the actual like game, um, and you're playing as a kid, you'll actually have like the controller in your hand and you'll like be looking at the TV screen and everything. So um, it's, you know, it's it, and like with the title of the game, 1995, like it's a lot of like 1995 ish tropes. So a lot of different games that have like side scrollers. You have games that sort of play like. Um, uh, like uh, Road Rage, um, I played something that played like uh, Super Metroid. Um, and it's a lot of like jumping in and in and out between like the game world and, uh, the real world. So, uh, it's, it's, it's really weird. I'm trying to find like a good gameplay to sort of, uh, mm-hmm. show off what I'm talking about, but like, it's, it's cool. Like you're, you're sort of reliving like that moment of like being a kid. And like, this is a part that happens in the game, being a kid and like your mom is like, like just badgering at you she's like yo why are you still on the game you still playing that game why do is that is that all you could why don't you what about timmy you see jim timmy he's outside why aren't you outside like timmy the whole time like timmy's like poking his head out the window and he's a dick he's like you know he, he's that that uh that kid in the neighborhood who just talks shit the whole time so he's talking shit in your ear your mom's talking shit in your ear and you just want to play a video game the whole time that's essentially what this game is. Uh, <laughs> Love that. I've, I've yeah, been so there. I understand. Yeah, like it's it's a it's really weird. It's a really weird game, but I like it. Yeah, that sounds like a really cool concept. Like, how do they get around the feeling that, like, you know, you're playing something that's clearly been in, invented, you know, before? It's it's based off of something already, but like, how do they? Does it feel like the games that you are playing are ripoffs, or, or is it like kind of charming in in an homage type of it's way? It's heavily it's it's heavily influenced by games from the nineties. So um, it'll since the main like since the main character can jump in and out between like the real world and video games, she can also jump in between two different games. So at one point, you're at a game game rental store, and uh, you essentially have to, you have like these two kiosks in front of you. So you're playing the game and then let's say you get like, you're stuck at a certain area. You could sort of like look over and you have the other kiosk right there. You could reach, you know, your actual physical hand out to grab the other controller from the other game, jump into that game and like pick up power ups from that game to then transfer back into that first game. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that is actually pretty so, cool. Yeah. Huh. That's yeah. A, that, and so like, it's like it, a, an evolution of like the Mega Man concept. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Sort of sort of like that. And um I don't know, like it, it it has like these moments where like you're looking you look you're in the game world as like the main character and you're seeing everything in like 3D VR. So there's a lot of like, you know, uh, teleporting and like different like points of views in this game, but like it it sort of works for the story. And the, and the, and like the story in this game is like it's typical like uh, 
the main villain has some sort of magical crystal that they're using to uh themselves they're, they're using that crystal to jump from game to game to you know i don't know take over the world right that really he's just he's just a, a typical 90s villain he's just he, here here for shenanigans and uh you know you're there to stop him mm-hmm. it's very 90s i'm into it yeah so it's yeah it's super simple um i think i picked this game up it was on sale but i think it is it, it can't be it's no not, more than like yeah it's like 15 bucks i think it's like think. 10 it's like yeah i think it's like 15 bucks so uh if like, any of that sounds good if you want like this is this is definitely a game for nostalgia like if any of that sounds like interesting to you then you'd, you'd like this game mm-hmm. and i think in like the 30 minutes an hour that i had to play this i think i'm like on level three now and uh it's it's cool. Yeah. Like I, I'll, I'll, I'm definitely trying to finish it so I can see more. But like some of the things I've seen is like I've seen like there's a level for She's a Rage, and that's sort of like what I, yeah, I what I'm, ex- yeah, yeah, that's what I'm seeing. That's what I'm excited about. But like just sort of like re, like being in like a game game rental store or like a gaming store, like it's like just seeing be being a kid sitting in front of you know your TV having your mom yell at you about playing video games, like. Is 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 stuff that you don't want to relive, but sort of have the nostalgia for? Like it's all there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that it, it's, it sounds like a fairly unique experience to have, especially in VR. Like that's not the first thing I would have imagined um, to be in a VR mm-hmm. experience. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, yeah, it's from what you're describing um, and what I've seen of the game. It looks looks cool. Like. Uh, looks like it's going to utilize the, pro- the platform well that's all i can really ask from any vr experience yeah it's it's definitely something different um something that like i've played games that you know uh sort of ripped off other genres but this one just it you know it uh it does it in a, in a way where like it still feels unique because mm-hmm. it's doing it's, it's just doing different things it's in a different tone right right Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that's 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 pretty much all I had this week. Sad week for gaming for me. Um, (laughs) It sounds pretty good to me. uh, Yeah, uh, I'll I'll definitely be playing. Oh yeah, and and I think I I said this last week, but yeah, Super uh, the Paper Mario. Yeah, that's a that's an L. Like I'm not I'm not going back to like yeah I'm not going back to that game. I'm good. Okay, so before we hop off of that, I've actually played a little bit of it, and I'm curious Mm -hmm. like what made you put it down. Like was it the the consistent having to do the puzzles for every battle, or was it just the game like the story? Was it just it was wasn't the moment? The, I'd say I say if I were to finish playing it, like the the story is like typical Paper Mario, so like it's not bad, but it's not something that like I'm excited to play through. I just I don't mm-hmm. know. I think I'm I think I'm just done with that franchise until like. I would say until like they bring back like the old school like RPG elements, but I don't think that's ever gonna happen. I think they probably not. They, I think they've they've proven a point that they're they're not gonna do the RPG elements. I think the RPG elements is gonna stay with like the uh Mario and Luigi franchise. So if they if they bring that back, I'm pretty sure I'll jump into that. But yeah, Paper Mario, I'm I think I'm good on for the time being. Okay. That's all. Yep. Just curious. All right. So 
that's our what you've been playing for the week uh we're gonna go ahead and jump into the news and oh boy uh we got some some uh some stories to talk about uh let's start off with epic games suing apple and google for anti-competitive restraints so uh if you don't know especially with apple um you essentially have to uh give them a cut on their store so like anytime you're charging for something like apple gets a cut right and it's 30 percent huh 30 percent 30 percent so uh essentially epic games they sort of made like a loophole of uh letting people pay what seven dollars for the battle pass on uh fortnite i think that's right man and as soon as apple saw that they're like nope um you know we're we're gonna remove fortnite from the store uh and you know that's that I think Epic, they knew all that was going to happen, so they immediately had like a video. Oh my god! Planned. They, uh, <laughs> yeah. they, they, they immediately had uh, like their uh, lawsuit dropped. Um, guys, what, what do you feel about that? What, what, what's how do you? I think it's huge. I think it's huge that Epic is going. Who would have thought e- Epic Games suing Apple and Google? But it's only because they don't want to pay the price for being on their store, right? It, right I mean right. it. I mean, it's, it's it's big, but at the same time, you know, this is also the same reason that, like, xCloud was denied on iOS. Like, Apple, they're being, like, really scummy when it comes down to uh, what's on their platform. I, yeah, I'm not going to deny that. That is probably true. But I will right. also say that, you know, Epic, they played with fire a little bit you know if you roll around in the dirt Mm -hmm. you're going to get dirty right like they they knew all all the things just like james said like they knew kind of what they were doing when they did it i don't have like we this is still developing like even as we're recording this right now like this is literally still coming together uh so i don't have all the facts right now and there's actually a few resources um including some really interesting uh lawyer uh, videos actually on YouTube right now that I have not seen that will probably illuminate this in a, a little bit, uh, a little bit better for me. But from what I can tell, like both parties here, so I, I don't want to really apologize for either <laughs> of them here. The Epic <laughs> having that that video at the ready is right. so funny to me, especially because it's so melodramatic. So you guys watched it, right? Like you guys know. What mm-hmm. what the reference is? It's like that old Apple, that what '90s Apple commercial, maybe '80s or something like that. It's like it was an older commercial referencing 1984, you know, and 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 the fear of assimilation and and all this stuff, and just rallying people to like weaponizing people essentially to like rally against Apple. Um, which again, Apple is like a multi billion dollar corporation. They don't need us to defend them at all. But like, it's just. It, something about that is just like come on guys come on you you decided to lower the price on your product and it's their store like apple does some fucked up shit especially with their um we we know this we know this from xcloud um and their policies are are you know 
uh, draconian in some ways, like in the industry, like they're just very old fashioned in a lot of, in, in a lot of the sense. Um, I just don't know if anybody comes out of this looking, <laughs> looking good. Yeah. I'm not really sure what the play is here either. I, I don't know. I, I would hope that, you know, this lawsuit sort of like opens things back up for developers. Uh, you know, Apple, they, they cut off um, the Unreal Engine from uh, companies. So like app developers can't use it. Uh, there's a lot of like back and forth going on between the two. Um, Epic Games, they filed like a temporary restraining order against Apple. So I even, how do, what does that even mean? How does that work? I'm, I was hoping you could tell me. Yeah, I have no idea how that works at all. Uh, that's hmm. that's the, I don't know. Yeah, what we we might seriously need to see. I, I bet in a week's time, this will have probably unfolded a little bit more. Um, because right now I I don't know. Like right now, Epic, you know they 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 are in the middle of filing right now. Um, mm-hmm. to to literally halt apple to trying to terminate their services uh their their app and and everything else which obviously they don't want because that's probably a large portion of their their user base um but it, it also apple service but also like you said chris i think that what you mentioned has a good point maybe this does change certain things i don't know though i don't know if apple's going to change i say that in the middle of me saying and i'm just like i don't know if they're going to really get around to changing anything to how like their service works in terms of like who's allowed to do what and on what and how much control they really have for publishers um yeah i don't know i i say this because you know i that's not that careless for Fortnite, but i i i want to see xcloud on ios so um <laughs> if uh if this could somehow open that back up where we could get xcloud on ios then i'm happy yeah yeah i mean i certainly think that for developers apple losing this fight would be beneficial for them um abso- yeah. absolutely so i think that's that's kind of, that part i think is without question uh, mm-hmm. yeah We'll, we'll have yeah, so to, like you said yeah. it, it will we'll revisit this once more information is uh put out there but it's definitely something worth like you know keeping your eye out for because it's huge yes, definitely it's pretty big yeah this is a big one for sure yeah and it's probably gonna yeah. get bigger depending on what is happening here so while while we're on the subject of massive like companies doing whatever the hell they want let's talk about how facebook as of uh october will require you to have your Facebook account attached to your Oculus Quest. Roddy? Who wants to, Roddy? Oh, oh, why? 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 <laughs> why me first? I mean, I'll definitely go first. Um, Unleash the fire, my friend. Yes. I mean, you guys know how I feel about this. This is this is complete BS. Like they, So right now, the Quest or really any Oculus device requires you to have um a facebook connected to your device in order to use any of the social so you can use your quest um without facebook right now but you cannot have a friends list or build up any sort of social community without having facebook first even if excuse me even if you want to keep that community separate from facebook completely you still must have it 
that in itself is ridiculous. And I've already had a hell of a time setting up an account and like not using my own. I set up a dummy. I don't know if I can say that, but fuck it. Fuck you. Um, I'm saying it. Uh, so that's, that's that. Um, I, I think so. I think Facebook is on record of saying when the merger happened between Oculus and Facebook that they would not do this. And wow, shocker! Facebook is doing something they said they wouldn't do. That's really surprising. Um, except it's not at all. So that to me is indicative of I think the future of Oculus, which is really unfortunate. A lot of people are not happy about this, at least from a lot of chatter that I've seen online. I'm curious to hear what you guys think, or if you guys care or don't care at all, if this affects things for you. Um, For me personally, I just don't like the idea that they're trying to get data. And it's not even just for me. Like, you know, it's for everybody as well who are linking their Facebooks, not really understanding or or realizing like what it is they're actually doing. Um, And that's willingly uh, giving up a lot of data to a, a multi-billion dollar company who has p- proven multiple times in the very recent past that they are not responsible um, whatsoever with your data, your personal data. Um, so, yeah. You want to know my my hot take on this? What's your hot take, Chris? Uh, oh, boy. All right. My hot take is I don't care until it gets to the point where it's like, oh, uh, you're on Facebook. And it's like, oh, Chris is on his Oculus Quest. Oh, what is Chris doing on his Oculus Quest? Oh, he's he's on his VR browser. Oh, what is he browsing? Oh, no. oh Chris is on Pornhub. Oh, no. That's when it, it goes too far for me. But until then, wow. um, you know, I, I linked my account. I'm good. Wow. Uh, so until tomorrow. Thank you for sharing your Oculus Quest habits <laughs> with everyone. <laughs> so, and you know, hey, listen. Uh, and until they go that egregious, um, yeah, I mean, I'm fine with linking my account. I think Facebook. I think they're on this sort of kick where they're really pushing the Facebook brand because um, you know they they own uh, Instagram, WhatsApp. Um, it's like other stuff too, but like I, I think I noticed maybe like a couple months ago. Uh, I think going into 2020, if you use any of those apps, you like you will always see Facebook, and then you'll see like all the other apps, like you know, underneath, underneath it. it. Yeah, yeah, so like they, it's all part of like the Facebook family now. So whenever you opening up Instagram or any of these other apps, you'll see that you know, you know, uh, Instagram is part of Facebook, which is also part of all these other apps. So. It's gonna be interesting. Like I think Facebook may be, you know, Skynet. This, you know, this this parallel universe is Skynet. Like that might ha- uh, that might be the case. I mean, um, it's definitely the case. Like the the news in the last like one to two years has not been good for Facebook. Like I, I just uh, it. This is just not really a. I don't think this is just good news, like in general. I think this is going to turn a lot of people off. If HTC or um, or Valve wants to release more affordable, lower powered headsets or something similar to the Quest, like I definitely hop over there at this point. Um, I, I think just the idea of like having to utilize a social platform that you may or may not already be a part of is craziness to begin with. That has nothing to do 
with the octopus. With my game. exactly, right. exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, on top of you give willingly giving over, and I know it doesn't seem like a big thing. I, some people might roll their eyes and say, "Oh, giving up my information? Oh, whoop de doo They know who I talk to." Like it's so much more than just that. Like I just open. I'm just speaking to everyone right now. Like just open, open your minds like a little bit. Understand that the last like year or two has been completely dire for. Uh, privacy or uh, uh, privacy policies and security in ge- like internet security in general um where you're linking shit like that um so easily it's just giving people better access i'm not saying that's completely impossible uh or or you know it's possible to like be off the grid you're always going to be on some if we're in living in society right now you have like a debit card and shit like that like you're you know we have shit in our names like some part of us is going to be traceable but I don't think that is an excuse to willingly give up everything that you had, like, you know, your name, your connections, your school, your education, your jobs, just everything to fucking Mark Zuckerberg. Like, <laughs> like I just, just not what we enjoy. Come, yes. come on. Sorry. I don't want to go on so much. Go ahead though. Oh, I so, mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You no, know, I don't know what else to say. You pretty much nailed it. It just is kind of, pointless no i don't i don't appreciate it i mean i've already had it i've already have it linked but why why force people down that that path yeah but that's all so yeah um i don't know like i i'm i'm in the same boat too if uh hcc wants to put out you know their own headset that like rivals the quest i'll probably i'll probably pick it up you know, so I, I, you know, competition's healthy, especially in a field like, you know, VR, where like it, it's the future. So, I, you know, you love to see the competition. Um, next up, let's talk about Rocksteady, but not in the way that we want to talk about Rocksteady. No, we're not going to be talking about the next Batman game. Uh, so, we're gonna talk of well, yeah, we're gonna be talking about um some uh, uh harassment claims that has been put out but then at the same time rocksteady not really doing a good job of handling uh the situation like to the point where they put out a statement but you can't reply to it yeah so the deal with this is that there was okay so there was a an article um earlier this week by the guardian which is a uk newspaper rocksteady is a a uk uh development company they had they reported on someone who told them that they sent a letter two years ago to rocksteady while they were working there they were no longer an employee um but it was a, a lady by the name of uh I, her YouTube name is like Kim McAskill. Um, and she's on Twitter as well. She's tweeting about this. Um, so I feel comfortable kind of uh, uh, giving out her name there. But um, but she put out this video saying like, hey, I did I did that. I, I talked to The Guardian. This was necessary. All the shit that's happening with Ubisoft right now is like kind of reminding me that like this is still happening. And I'm still understanding or under the impression that this is still happening at Rocksteady. They're about to like debut their game, Suicide Squad. And I want you to know that like 
there are a bunch of good developers there. Um, so I'm not asking you to boycott it, but I am asking you to acknowledge that like shit at Rocksteady needs to change. This shit across the industry needs to change. I personally, I'm speaking personally here. Um, I felt like it was important to just bring this up because the the new um maybe two new rocksteady or i think one rocksteady game actually i think it's two wb games but um they're about to bring or come out with a suicide squad game um that will be revealed probably by the time this episode is out um and people will be talking about it and i just thought that it was important that you know while people are inevitably going to be probably excited and hype about it and to talk about it um to acknowledge like the real um, to continue to acknowledge the real struggles that people are going through right now at these studios. Um, so I just wanted to highlight that and make sure that before we kind of like talk about that, um, this was important to mention. Um, but yeah, the the tweet that you're referring to, Chris, the one, the message that Rocksteady mm-hmm. put out, it is very suspicious. A lot of people are very, um, very concerned that it is actually not really a letter in that sense, but that like it's a cur- carefully curated PR uh, message to kind of like die things down before they actually announce their game. Um, I, I'm not really going to comment on whether or not I think that's true. Um, you could just read it for yourself and come up with your own conclusion on that. But, um, but that is the, that is the ev- event that is happening right now. So um yeah, just something to keep in mind as people are kind of like celebrating like this game and everything like that. Uh, and I think there are a lot of different facets to it in terms of like, should you ignore it? Should you be hyped? Should you not be hyped? Like, can I get excited for this game? Um, ultimately, that's on you. But um, I do think that the video, it's called Dear Rocksteady, that was put out, I think is worth watching. It's 13 minutes. Um, I think you should check it out. Um, and, and of course, I think, you know, was news like this will prop once like because there's a lot of press right now uh, yes. that's going to go into Rocksteady or just just the all of this because of, uh, you know, the Batman game, the uh, Suicide Squad game. It's, it's it's just a whirlwind of news. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll probably talk more about this uh, once more develops in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, which had a complete surprise out of nowhere. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima uh, is going to be re- getting a free online multiplayer uh, uh, add-on. Uh, this is separate mode coming out in fall 2020. It's going to be uh, what two to four players, four classes. It's going to be some survival missions, some story missions, some raids. Um, James Rod, like I, I, after hearing this, like how, what do you guys feel? What do you guys think? uh james you do you want to comment on that first uh yeah i personally i feel like that this is just always something cool to see when niggas give you an extra add-on like this they're not charging anything extra for it for what i've heard is not going to be any um microtransactions involved it's going to be straight up co-op gameplay from a fun system with your friends and I really like the idea of following the Japanese folktale mythology route. It really gives me that um, recent Assassin's Creed vibes, where they'll take the time period that they're in and really just kind of lean into the fantasy elements or the, the mystical elements. Mm-hmm. And I think that on top of getting something like um, an Avengers or what I'm predicting the Suicide Squad to be um, 
this kind of game style, I think this would be really cool set within this game. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to it personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, this is cool. Um, it, it's a it's a nice surprise for like mega fans of this game who are like dying for more content. A lot of people have like platinumed this game and and you know just had a lot of fun with it. So like for those people who are who are like super done with it and did everything, it's cool for them to have more content to come back to. Um, depending on where this when this drops, I I might redownload the game and check it out. Uh, like if you guys get it and maybe i'd be more inclined but i mean yeah i mean i got it so that's true whatever that's true um yeah it's it's neat it's a neat surprise good for them mm, i was gonna say mm, i got i gotta decide whether or not i'm gonna keep this gotta uh, keep uh ghost of Tsushima or get uh, uh the marvel avengers guys let me know which one should I choose? <laughs> hey, okay, so, you should at least play the game so, first. You sub, already got subject, it. Subject T. Should I? You already know. Send back. You already. You already know what you're gonna say. Come on. Back, Shima, don't tease her like that. Or get, or get Avengers. <laughs> oh boy. That's so mean. Chris has some <laughs> shit ass taste. That's a quote. Wow. Put that on the shirt. Put it on the. Put shirt. that on the shirt. Yeah, <laughs> put that on the back of the Chaos Emerald shirt or whatever. Oh, jeez, damn! Chaos Control shirt. Yeah, <laughs> jeez, I thought it was a good one. <laughs> it was a good one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thanks. All right, uh, last bit of news for the week: we have the Nintendo Nindies Direct, which was about twenty minutes long. And guys, you know we've been saying this since episode one. If you know, you're getting burned out by video games. If you feel like video games aren't being made the same way anymore, you're looking in the wrong place. You know, uh, indies like indie games are like that's 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 where that's the place that's the place to be right now. These are the games that are giving you the most bang for your buck. I feel like the most heart, like a lot of heart, goes into these games. A lot of character goes into these games. So. To sort of say that, you know, you know, these these games, they don't, you know, they're not being made the same way anymore. Yeah, you know, these AAA games are like being pumped out. These indie games, like that's a you you'll get a lot from it. Like our game of the year last year was an indie game. So um it beat out the true game of the year. Oh jeez. <laughs> um <laughs> which, which, which which at the same time was an indie game it too. It was, it was absolutely. So, um, a couple things to highlight from uh, the Indies. Nindi, uh, keeps, is it Nindies or Indies? Indies Direct. Yeah. Um, there's a couple games that, of course, dropped, uh, you know, immediately. Yeah, Shadow Dropped. Um, I love when you, you have, did that. You have uh, Spirit uh, Fair, um, Raj, and Ancient Epic, uh, Short Hike, and Manifest Garden. Wait, no, I lied. One more. Evergate. Uh, so though all of those games dropped immediately after, you know, as they were uh being unveiled. Um, but then they they showed off a couple other things like uh Torchlight 3 coming out in fall 2020. Um uh I think there was uh it's not on this list I have, but like that game that has been shown off on uh pretty much like almost all indie things for like PlayStation and for Xbox, where like you're playing as like that couple. 
and oh, you're sort yeah. of like gliding and I think it's Haven or something Haven. like that. Yeah. So you know they showed that off. That was there. Um Hades is coming to Switch. So you yes. know super giant yes. fanboys out there. That's right. that's coming out. What's cool is that you're also getting your cross save. So uh your save from PC will be able to come to the Switch. Here's my question. Is it your save from like does it have to be from the Epic store? I mean, I think is it Epic only right now or is it on Steam? Thought it was on Steam at this point. But maybe I'm I feel like it is. Yeah. Okay. I, I I hope that it doesn't matter which store it's in. I hope that save is just you could you could pull it from wherever. I hope yeah, that's, that's, on that's, Steam. Not a, that's that's not a thing though, right? I hope it's not. I don't think so. I feel like yeah. a PC save is a PC save. You should be good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh but for me, one of the biggest bits of news is that we're getting a free update to Untitled Goose Game. You can, we're gonna get a free co-op mode that's gonna be out September twenty third. Uh, that's that's it right there. That's the that's the news. Wow. What um, what what did you guys pull out of this, James? Uh, Spirit Fair actually looked really interesting. I never thought about how like a uh, a resource management kind of like a build your own ship, but it seemed like. The storytelling of uh, going between the different islands, picking up your animals and getting to know their stories and just like that short bit of time, mm-hmm. it kind of goes back to that that lost legacy kind of vibe of not taking forever to get to your point across. It's like tiny bits of story here, get your story, get out, and then you can jump back in and play again, continue to build up your ship, but then grab another story from another uh Another passenger. So that seems like a fun game. And um, I've seen a short hike gameplay on PC before. And that just seems like a fun little top down, like a portable game that's just perfect for that sort of thing. Yeah, sure. So it's really cool to see that um, mm-hmm. Nintendo embrace indies the way that they have. Because mm-hmm. really, that's like the spirit of Nintendo, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You grab like one singular gameplay mechanic and you expand on it and you just make the game about that. Yeah, yeah. A short hike instead of like, by the way, it is on that bundle, the uh, Black Lives Matter, Matter yeah. bundle that we got. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, oh, it's on there. There's that too. Mm-hmm. And Card Shark, that was just something random I wasn't expecting. Yeah. About counting cards. I was, yeah, I was going to say the, the, the setup for that one was a little weird, but I was like, all right, I can get behind this game. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a bit it for me. What about you, Roddy? Um, <clears throat> I got a lot out of this. Honestly, this was one of the more successful shows I've seen all summer, uh, personally. And fired. yeah, oh, oh definitely. Um, so Hades, of course, huge super giant fan. I will always play anything they've, they've done. They have not missed, in my opinion, yet. So I'm definitely looking forward to this. Um, Spirit Fair with James. Uh, this looked. I I think we saw this at like was it was it a PlayStation show? Or an Xbox show? I feel like we saw it at one of those shows. Um, That's my first time I remember seeing it anyway. we Yeah, it, they. I'm almost positive they showed it like a month or two ago. Sometime this summer, because I remember like the boat, like specifically the boat and that camera angle that they used. It was like, oh, okay, I'll remember this. Totally forgot about it. But now that it is actually out, um, I was really impressed um, with that. I don't know where to get it, though, because it's 30 frames per second on 
uh, Switch, but 60 frames everywhere else. So I don't know where to get it yet. Mm. So, uh, but that game looks awesome. And I was pleased to see Subnautica make it on Switch. It's a cool game that I hope more people play. Um, that Takeshi and Hiroshi game looks really cool. Do you guys remember that? It's like the almost the claymation looking thing. Mm-hmm. And like you're ma- as a that um that turn based battle system. Yeah, yeah. You're like making the game for your brother as he's like playing through it or something. It's mm-hmm. super neat. I thought that was a really cool concept. I haven't really seen before um and i just love the art style um and it's like less than 10 bucks i think it's really cheap um also out now i was gonna say yeah this is one of those games that's out now mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh raji and an ancient epic got my attention because it is a small studio in india and i don't know other india developers so like they they might be out there but they just don't get uh, the attention that i think that you get in a showcase like this so I was super pleased to see that. Um, and I also don't see Indian culture represented in this way very often. I know Indivisible, I think, kind of dabbled in that a lot or, or a little bit. But um, but I was really hyped to see that. Um, short hike. Yeah, like you mentioned, looks cool. Card Shark, again, looks fucking weird, but like in a cool way, like in a way that right. I, I'd kind of be into. Um, and uh, yeah, I think. I, that I guess Haven is also neat, and that Evergate game looks mu- very much like Ori. Thought it was Ori for like the first ten seconds, honestly. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I was excited for a lot of stuff in this. Uh, I would play almost everything here, to to be frank. Yeah, we definitely. I mean, this this I, I'd say for you know all three consoles that I have right now, uh, the my Switch like. It gets a lot of play because there's so much on it. Yeah. Like, uh, like Nintendo, you know, working hand in hand with these developers, like it's, it's genius. Like, you know, Nintendo, they they're gonna have their first party support. And Nintendo, y'all could fight me about this. I'll die on this hill. Nintendo has like the highest pedigree when it comes down to first party. Oh, absolutely, um, yeah, yeah. So like those those games, they're gonna they'll they'll have some sort of first party game come out at least like one one first party game think about it i think it's like one first party game a month it seems like or one every couple months at this point now um you know nintendo like they, they'll they'll pump out these games but then at the same time like in, in between you have a lot of uh indies that get released on uh the switch that will also you know keep your attention and like you know like we said at the beginning of the segment uh if you're looking for, just to change it up if you're looking for uh something different like try out some try out some uh, some indie games absolutely it's worth noting on that mm-hmm. on that same note there there's an indie sale that will be going until august 30th on the eShop. so if you're interested in these games with introductory prices so like you can get i think like i don't know somewhere between 10 to 20 percent off of some of these games that have shadow dropped uh, plus you can get even bigger discounts excuse me on other games that are available so for example i'm looking at um getting dead cells for like 15 bucks and torchlight 2 for like 10 bucks or something um so yeah definitely check that out let let me know if i have to get that because i'll I'll pick it up with you well torchlight 2 yeah yeah definitely it's basically diablo Diablo. yeah and like that's that's only like playing games like that like you gotta play it like with people that's what i was thinking yeah I've never I've never been able to play games like that solo. Yeah. 
yeah, I, I'm probably going to end up picking that up. I'm, I'm really excited about it. I've been waiting for a while. But yeah, there's so many games right now that are on a nice sale. So definitely kudos mm-hmm. Nintendo. They are bringing back, like, I think the, the spirit for, for consoles, indie console gaming that I think uh, Microsoft had with um, Xbox Summer of Arcade, like, way back when. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, really hype for them right now. That yeah, garden so. looks sick. It does. It does, yeah. dude. Yeah, the visual style on that game looks just awesome. I was gonna say if you have uh, Apple Arcade, it's part of Apple Arcade too. What is it? Yep. Hmm. I, I need to I need to end that subscription though because I haven't <laughs> I haven't played a game on my phone in like a minute. But at the same time, it's still cool. Like I I'll check the store every now and then. I'm like, oh, let's see what's new, and then like just download some games and play them. So. It's you know it's I mean it's def it's definitely a service but uh you know they they have some they'll they'll have some gems on there and I've seen like a couple of like third party stuff on there like I think they had like a SpongeBob game come out and like a Steven Universe game come out oh yeah yeah oh cool yeah cool SpongeBob yep but um yeah that's the um indie direct and uh I guess we can go ahead and jump into the topic for the week. Hmm. I don't have it written down, guys. What's the topic? (laughs) (laughs) Yo, it's been a long day, guys. Um, It has. It's been a long day. mm -hmm. Tossing the alley oop here. (laughs) What are we talking about? (laughs) Yes, no, we definitely did. did. We definitely did. Yeah, we definitely did. All right, guys. Well, it looks like that's the show. Uh, <laughs> thanks for coming. <laughs> Yo, oh man, um, this is embarrassing. I knew I should have. I should have wrote this down. I we here's, here's a here's a here's, here's like a for for those of you guys still listening. Um, Peek behind the curtain. Coming into the, yeah, coming into the episode, uh, we we're like, oh man, what are we gonna talk about? It talk about. I came in last minute because I just came from work. And I was like, y'all, let's just talk about this. And we're like, yeah, hmm. you know what? That sounds really good. Let's go ahead and talk about that. But that was that was almost two hours ago, nearly three hours ago. Oh, God. Oh, God. And nobody wrote it down. I memorized it for the first, I think, 30 minutes. And I was like, ah, shit. Uh, (laughs) Well, I think we've got two hours of content. We do. This is oh, quite fair. I think I think we're good with this. Yo, this is hilarious. Oh man. Some uh, subject in the chat. Drawn some, <laughs> Damn. Are we getting old? <laughs> she's not. Oh, subject in the chat. Subject in the chat. She's like, uh, you want to dunk on E3? I think E3 dunked on themselves. Yeah, they did. They really it's did. Dunking, guys. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. You did ask for an alley oop, though. Yeah. I mean, if you want to talk about that, we can. Let's, talk, let's talk about. I, I was I was like halfway in there. Do you guys want to uh, let the people know what's what's going on with this article and what's going on with E3? Uh, yeah. So E3, um, I guess not having an event really fucked them up this year because they released this article. Where they were like, they were drunk tweeting. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> right, right. Yeah, they were they, oh, they were drunk tweeting. Uh, they sent this this article from Parade, which is the much lauded publication Parade, uh, where they said, "Hey, you're a woman, right?" You like video games? Well, we have a top 10 for you. Um, and it proceeded to list like, what was it? Like Kim Kardashian's uh, dress adventure or something. And like... That was like number 17. So, let's be fair. Sure, sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. They put Cyanide Wild Hearts on there. They did. Props for that. But what the fuck at almost everything else. Overwatch, like, <laughs> Overwatch is cool. But like the reasoning for it was so weird. I was just... You know, and Subject T just went in. I think she really did all that. I mean, as she should, rightfully so. She did all the talking uh, for us mm-hmm. on that um, and just dunked on it severely. Um, it was pretty it's it's pretty strange. I mean, as as a guy, like I I don't really want to go around talking about like what it should have been. But like it what I can say, though, is is it seems to perpetuate certain stereotypes or put forth, we go. put forth certain things that, you know, are harmful or could be harmful, considered harmful stereotypes. And that's not to say that women don't like those games, but that's not really a reason to say all women are guaranteed to like this thing. I think that's more of the problem. It's not that like, um, we're, seeing, we're saying that women don't play Overwatch or women don't play like oh, Kim Kardashian. I was going to say, Say according to the subject, she loves to play solitaire with her boys. <laughs> right, it's like playing solitaire <laughs> with the boys. Um, hey. I mean, I like to play solitaire with the boys. You know what I'm saying? So, like, fuck it. Uh, solitaire is dope. But, I but like, I, I don't even know how to. Like, I, I don't think I've ever finished a game of solitaire. Oh, it really? It gets brutal. It can get brutal. I learned how to play because of my phone. <laughs> I've, I've learned. I no. So, like, when, when playing it, like on the PC, like I've learned that, like, you could load a game that's like unwinnable yeah like legit like you can't win it like it's like there are combinations where you just can't win and once i learned that i was like yo fuck this game why would i waste my time right right i i think really the the irony is it's just that you know the games are for everyone um now obviously the industry we did just get through talking about a sexual harassment story at a development company a major one but like like the industry should be inviting to everyone. It should be welcoming. It should be games attract all types of different gamers, black, white women, men, uh, uh, gay, straight, like, you know, they're this spectrum of person that gaming attracts is just so large. Um, and, and women are liable to like anything, not just like, you know, it's like how we don't pigeonhole ourselves into a thing, right? Like we don't say that we, you know we like fucking Battlefield and Call of Duty, bro. Like for everything, you know, <laughs> it's just not that's just not it. Um, and we wouldn't expect that of us. We wouldn't expect articles, you know, to be written about that, you know, or what do black people like to play NBA Street Volume Two? Huh? Like I've seen shit like that. <laughs> um, and hey, first of all, I mean, NBA Street Volume Two is pretty game. good. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good it's pretty good yeah you're right it's pretty good maybe bad example but like it's um but but you know that that i think is more of why people started making fun of it and there was a fucking glorious tweet um about this and i'll pull it up momentarily if you guys want to like comment or talk talk so we're dunking on it let's go ahead and like if we're gonna dunk on it let's fully dunk on it Oh yeah. I mean, there's not much else to say. They deleted the tweet. They did. And oh, the wait. article. Oh, they deleted everything? Oh yeah. 
Oh, I, Chris is in the group chat. It was a, that it has, it has it has to have been like a drunk tweet. Had to. So let me. Like, who, got who, who who approved this? So a really awesome. Why is why, why is e why is e three even tweeting right now? Like, shouldn't that be like fixing your show? Yeah. Oh boy. I think they 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 know at this point that E three twenty twenty one is not happening, so, so they're mad. Like if they if if they if they weren't if E three wasn't dead enough, like yeah, who's this person that like stood over the grave and shot like the extra bullet? Yeah, great angry intern, perfect counter tweet to this. Great games men are playing, few of them. DM slider, Professor Layton's explanation of everything. Fatal Frame Dick Pick, Chad the Lad, War, colon, completely knowledgeable, Street Fighter Alpha Male, my favorite, and Destroy All Pokemon, my second favorite. Um, Dang, right. Great counter pick or counter tweet to this, uh, to this story. Just fucking highlighting how ludicrous that article was on so many levels. Um, yeah. That's all I got for that, though. At least, at least they didn't have like Cooking Mama or something like that on the list. I'm sure it was on there. We just didn't get that far down the list. Yeah, I mean, Cooking Mama's cool, right? Like Cooking Mama's cool, but also the 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 idea that Sims is like a casual game, I would rebuke this statement. <laughs> like Sims is a hardcore fucking experience. Like. People make money. They literally make a living. It's like a, an actual living playing The Sims. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a TV it's, show it's, right now. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Uh-uh. Yeah, it's like it's like on TBS or something now. Wow. That's actually pretty cool. Um, like, the people, there's people making a, a lot of money on it. Um, the mods and the custom content that come out with that game is actually super impressive. Like the time that people spend on it, um, I, that is not what I would call a casual game. I think it's accessible, yeah. but I don't think it's casual. So, have, have you seen? Have you seen when uh, when Black Twitter found out that there's mods for Sims? Like, no, what came out of that? Oh lord! Okay, send it to me what? later. Send oh, it to me. No. <laughs> yeah, I'll send it to you. Oh man, good stuff. Quality content. Yes, absolutely. Just like the back if half. If you want to see here represented, check out the sim. <laughs> yes. Seriously though, like the mods on those things are really impressive. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So yeah, so <laughs> that's the topic for the week. Yeah, good good pivot. <laughs> good pivot. Did it. Let's roll out the red carpet. What we got? What we got going on? James? Um uh, not much guys glad to have you here with us dealing with us and our uh our issues but we're still here mm-hmm. glad you're along for the ride make sure you hit those uh those likes and those ratings on your podcasting platform of choice mm-hmm. um share this with your friends share this with your family we all mess up laugh i had a good time <laughs> you all did too <laughs> and that's all i got all right i'm gonna actually use this to not talk about anything except uh your stuff chris i wanted to give a shout out to you and your podcast that's unfortunate i've been listening to quite a bit of that uh lately and i am pretty impressed i mean i think i know i've said this to you privately but now i'm I'm saying it publicly it's on the record now um it is really awesome like all the things that you're doing over there is 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 super great um, and 
and yeah i just couldn't be really more uh happy to see you thrive on there you have a paid subscription um i'm sorry not paid subscription paid uh paid uh, why am i blanking yeah thank you paid ad on there on the first episode eight how about that and you broke a thousand views on your first video which i'm clapping it up right now that's awesome um so definitely if you if you you are listening to should i play that right now you should definitely go listen to uh that's unfortunate that is for the number four um and there's just a great group over there Um, i really enjoy everyone um and and the dynamic between you is is just is stellar so yeah in the video production if you're listening by the way like if you're watching this on youtube i don't watch podcasts like hardly ever but I actually like am kind of watching yours, um, so what? so yeah yeah I'm like actually watching yours. So um, and that's not something I do. That is very high praise for me, sir. By the way, so um, yeah, just a lot of the, the the production quality is is very high. So yeah, I just wanted to shout that out um, and and let you know that that it's a great show and I'm I'm go listen to it if you have not. And that's it. Oh man, about to make about to make a boy, make a brother tear <laughs> up. I appreciate that. That's high high praises, man. I re- I really mean that. Um, that's episode seventy eight, guys. I you know echo everything that James and Rod said. Uh, you know, follow us on social media. Follow us. Um, you know, like the pages, uh, share the content, and uh, you know, join us live. We love you know interacting with the people in the chat on air uh we had some pretty cool people we had uh see i think we had uh, matthias we had uh abrick um and like just you know we we love interacting with people so um shout out to y'all and we're gonna i'm gonna call it for another week so we'll see you guys next week oh should i play that guys stay beastly peace